Good morning. My name is Deb, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today to talk to you about overcoming spiritual warfare. I don't know about you guys, but uh, sometimes in my life, uh, in on a regular <laughs> occurrence in my life, I do feel a lot of spiritual warfare, and uh, I bet you do too. And you know what? God said that. And Jesus, when he was on this earth, he said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. And guys, we as Christians, we have the spirit of the living God inside of us. We have the spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of us. And that Holy Spirit's power, the Holy Spirit's presence, uh, he helps you and he overcomes uh, the spiritual forces in your life. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about overcoming spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about uh, about habits that you can do that will help you overcome spiritual warfare, kind of a practical aspect of today's talk. And then we're going to pray for each other. And so as you guys come on, I want you to say hello and tell me, what is something that has helped you? I think we should all, um, there, it's such a big topic. What is something that has helped you overcome spiritual warfare in your life? So as you come on, just go ahead and say, uh, how is, how, what has God taught you? And uh, as you guys are coming on, I'm going to just go over. Remember, we're doing the Wise Woman Believes uh, Bible study right now. And uh, we are in Lent week three. And it's awesome. And don't forget, you guys, uh, you get this uh, over. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. My camera's backwards, so it always throws me off. But remember, guys, we are doing the He is Risen 14-day Lent principal banner and devotional with your kids. And it's for you, too. It's a, just a way that you can do a devotional uh, all through Lent that helps you focus on Jesus. And uh, you can also make this beautiful banner. Um, so, like, let me show you what it looks like. It's beautiful. It says he is risen and, and it has a devotion for every single day. And you can get this at helpclubformoms.com. And if you bought a book, you have access to all of our principles at myhelpclubformoms.com. That'll be there. But you can just type in on our website. He is risen a 14 day Lent banner. And it's wonderful. It is so wonderful, guys. And the it has a full devotional for you to do with your children. And then you put this banner up wherever you hang it in your kitchen and it'll really get your hearts ready for Easter Sunday. And so that is one thing. And then I love the Lent studies that we're going through because uh, last week I loved Mary Jo's uh, Why Did Jesus Have to Die? And we also have um, devotionals by Mary Freak this week that's going to talk about uh, Easter and celebrating that. In a, spiritual, in a spiritual way instead of a secular way. And I love that one. And remember, every one of these devotions in this book are free on our podcast. There's a whole lot of extra content in this book. There's recipes, there's kids content uh, that is not on our podcast. But if you want to just do the devotionals with us, uh, go to the Help Club for Moms podcast. It's on every single podcast provider, uh, Apple, Google, and uh, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. They're short. It's just a way to get in the word first thing in the morning if you're running late or if you don't have time to sit down. We always recommend sitting down with the Lord. But if you don't have time, if you need to just do something fast, you can push play on those podcasts and it's wonderful. Okay, so let me see who is here. Okay, so hi, Rachel and Kendra and Nikki. Okay, so does anybody have any tips for our listeners today? Any tips about what's helps you with spiritual warfare? And we're going to talk about a lot of my tips today, but I want to hear from you guys if you have any ideas. And if you're watching the recording or listening to the podcast, uh, please uh, leave a comment on Facebook. 
uh, as you're watching the recording and tell us because I like to check back and I, I always check back on our posts and I see if anybody left any comments. And so if you have any ideas about what would help other people with spiritual warfare, share your ideas because we really want to encourage each other. I know God has taught each of us a lot on this topic. So let's see. Uh, what Kendra says, when I begin to feel that a situation is hopeless, I have learned to confess scripture truth out loud and worship. Amen. That's one of our top tips. Two of our top tips is professing scripture, calling out uh, on the Lord and saying scripture over your life, saying scripture over that area of your life where you feel attacked and worshiping God and keeping your heart and mind focused on him. We're going to talk about that today. But yeah, Kendra, that is that is so good. Um, so let me open this up in prayer. Father, I thank you for mentoring I, uh, Monday. And I love my friends that I get to spend time with. And I love uh, all the ladies on the podcast that are listening. And I love the people who watch on the recording. And I just love our community that you've created here. And Father, we commit this time to you. Lord, you know that I was up a lot last night attacked by the enemy. And you know I didn't get a lot of sleep. And so, Father, I need you to help me think clearly Please uh, let my words be your words. Guard me from the enemy as I speak. Guard every person, person watching this video or watch, listening to the podcast or watching the recording. God, we ask that you would stop the enemy's attacks on our lives. Just freeze them in time and give us this time to talk clearly about your word, to talk about you, uh, and to encourage one another how to live victoriously and to overcome spiritual warfare. Come, Holy Spirit, we can commit this time to you. Bring the people to the recording, bring the people to the podcast that you and to this video that you want to watch it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so thank you. Did anybody else have anything about spiritual warfare? And then uh, go ahead if you guys would be willing to share the video because you never know, maybe some of your friends might need encouragement today about spiritual warfare. Okay, and tag me in it if you're my friend on Facebook. Tag me in it. Okay, so where do we even begin with spiritual warfare? <laughs> um, I'll tell you a story. So last night, I was up so long, and I just I went to bed early, but I couldn't sleep. And I I have been thinking a lot about you know I've been praying a lot for our nation, and then last night I was praying. Uh, for the children that are in trafficking and the kids at Mexico, the border and, and that whole situation troubles me. And so I've been praying for protection for those kids. And um, I was just up and I was just very anxious and, and I was praying and praying and praying and I just couldn't fall asleep. I wasn't feeling peaceful. And so I got up and, um, and I, I started reading my Bible. It was around one when I finally got out of bed and I was up early. I got up at 5.30 today and I started reading my Bible because that always helps me go back to sleep whenever I read my Bible. So if you're ever struggling in a spiritual attack of any kind, and especially if it's in the middle of the night, get up. If you can't fall back to sleep, get up and read your Bible because I promise you that will help you. And so I started reading the word and I just was feeling being filled with so much more hope. And, you know, as you read the word and as you speak the word out loud, you are doing spiritual warfare. You are definitely doing spiritual warfare. And so the word is your, that's your sword of the spirit in the armor of God. And uh, my husband and I put on the armor of God when we pray. And, and I used to do that with my kids when they were growing up. And you can do that with your kids too. And you can do that uh, in the morning and and uh, my husband and I will go the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, 
it's my sword, <laughs> belt of truth and boots of peace. And we put it on and we ask God to give us his full armor and one, the offensive weapon, the weapon of mass destruction is the word of God. And guys, I've heard it said before that the rest of your armor, the helmet of salvation, shield of faith, uh, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, boots of peace. Those are your defensive weapons, but your offensive weapon is always the word of God. And just like Kendra said, speaking the word of God out loud. And asking Jesus, just even just saying, Jesus, help me. You know, I recited the Lord's Prayer. I had, I just had this, this overwhelming feeling of evil as I was praying over these children to be protected. And it's so hard for me to think about someone hurting children. I mean, it, it, I, I, I find myself, I can't even think about it. I mean, I think about it, but I can't think of specifics because it just, it makes me so, I, I don't even know the word to think about whenever you think about someone hurting a child. And I mean, it makes me sick. It makes me so upset. And last night in the middle of the night, as I was praying for those children, I just was feeling an overwhelming sense of evil. And then I realized that I was not casting my cares on God. And guys, we have got to pray for our nation. If you're stressed out about our nation, pray against um, the evil in our nation, the, the children and the women and just the trafficking and all the bad things are being passed right now that don't even care about women. The, these new laws, they don't even care about women. Like the poor women athletes, like, I mean, the men would compete in their sports. It these laws are against women, men coming in women's bathrooms. And these are, these are anti-women laws that are being passed in the U.S. And, and just that coupled with the child trafficking. And I've just been feeling so heavy, but God spoke to me last night and he said that um, I'm not casting my cares on him because I can't fix it, but I can pray. And so I prayed, but then what I just kept saying was, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I cast my cares on you. Jesus, help me. Thank you, God, that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. You know, I started speaking scripture. I started speaking Psalm. Uh, I just started saying, for the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, I, I, I put out the whole 23rd Psalm last night as I was laying there. And guys, whatever you need to do, whatever scriptures mean a lot to you, just like Kendra said, speaking the word of God will help you overcome spiritual warfare. And it's the weirdest thing. The past few weeks, um, since I got back from a, a trip, uh, I, I just came back and I've been feeling every week there's always something that has been what I, what knocking me out. You know, I, I haven't felt for the past three weeks, three and a half weeks, four weeks that I have um, been as strong as usual. I felt like I have been knocked out. I've been consumed and I haven't been getting my work done in ministry. I haven't been, you know, I just have been consumed and I'm realizing I've got to cast my cares on God and trust him and pray and call out to him. And I've been fasting and, you know, praying for all these things, but guys, um, we've got to cast our cares on the Lord. And then in the middle of the night, I read this because I was honestly, I wasn't going to do this video because I was so tired and so anxious. And, you know, sometimes I don't really want to do a video if I feel like I'm anxious or, but I have to trust the Lord. I have to, if he's calling me to do this and, and if I feel anxious or if I feel worried, oh, what if I say the wrong thing? Or what if I forget things because I didn't, 
you know, have enough sleep. I feel God always telling me just to ask for his Holy Spirit, ask for his Holy Spirit. And so whatever he's calling you to do, ask for his Holy Spirit to help you. I love what uh, Corey Ten Boom said. She said, trying to do the work of the Lord in our own strength is the most exhausting work there is when we try to do anything by our own strength. And so guys, by asking for the Holy Spirit, and the word says that God will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Ask for the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But as I was up in the middle of the night, I grabbed this book of mine. It's an old book and it's um, it's called Secrets to Exceptional Living by Joyce Meyer. And you know what she said that really spoke to me last night? She's, you know, because I wasn't going to do the video because I was tired and I just thought, oh my goodness, I don't even know what to say because I, you know, I've been, my mind was going and, and then I read this, listen to this. When you're having personal problems in your life, the last thing you want to do is back off your ministry. That's the time to keep on doing everything exactly the same as you would do if you didn't have one single solitary problem. What happens to you while that's happening? You're growing and maturing spiritually. And guys, that is amazing. Um, So we have got to set our minds. You know, the word says that Jesus set his face like flint to go to the cross. He set his face like a stone. He was set his face to go to the cross. And we have got to set our faces and our minds on the plans that God has for us. We cannot be sidetracked. We cannot allow the enemy to sidetrack us. And we just have to go to the Lord and ask him for help and speak the word and pray and read the Bible and worship. Just like Kendra said, worship. I got up this morning and I went downstairs and I went, if you know anything, if, uh, for a while I was going to, and I missed them. I, 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 God hasn't opened the door for me to go, but I was going to Sean Foyt's uh, revivals that he was doing across the U.S. And, and we went to D.C., I went to L.A., I went to Orange County. I went to Austin. I went to Colorado Springs. I went to DC. Um, I think there was another one. I can't remember, but they were amazing for my faith and they really helped my faith. But there was one song that we sang in LA called in the, uh, in the river. Uh, Oh my goodness. By Kim Crawford Smith. I think that's her name, but uh, it was an, or I don't know if she was just singing that song, but it was amazing. And I got out of bed this morning and I went downstairs and I started singing that song and just singing and calling out the authority of God in my life. And then I sang, did you hear the mountains tremble? And I talked about, and I just prayed and I worshiped God. And then I sang the battle belongs by, um, um, my, you know, my brain's a little slow today. Um, who sings the battle belongs? That is a great song. It, I sing it every day. It's a great song. Go look it up. There's only one person that sang the battle belongs right now. It's a new song and it's amazing, but it talks about the battle belongs to God. And guys, this battle that we are in, in our nation, the battle that you're in, in your homes, the battle that you're in to try to stay married, the battle that you're in to try to ha- have a Christ centered home, everything that you're going through, this battle belongs to God. And just like that song by Elevation Church that talks about victory. Um, you're going to see a victory with Christ. And I love singing that song. I sing that song all the time. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to the Lord. Oh, Phil Wickham is the battle song. This one is Elevation Worship. But I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to the Lord. And guys, you're going to see a victory too, but you have got to get up and get out of bed in the morning. You know, it would be so easy for me this morning to just lay in bed and just stay there, right? It would have been so easy and you guys wouldn't have known a difference. And I, you know, I would have just went about my day and slept in, but I thought, no, I'm going to get up. 
I'm going to have my worship time. I'm going to be in the word and I'm going to ask God for help. And I did that. And then I prayed with my husband and my husband and I pray every day. And if your husband is, is a Christian and he's willing to pray with you, pray with him. If he's not a Christian, you need to know that God will make it up to you. And you just pray every morning and pray with your kids and pray for that armor and commit your day to the Lord. And I want to talk to you about something else that is, uh, oh, Wickham. Yes. Phil Wickham. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. And there's the song. I love you guys so much. You're so helpful. It's a fantastic song. So I, I just, I feel like we need to remember what it says in first Peter five, eight through nine, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, resist him standing firm in your faith. Isn't that great? And then listen to 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And we're going to talk about self-discipline too. But I just, you know, I feel like I've been attacked by the enemy so much. Just so much. And, you know, it's weird. It's like people from my past have kind of come out of the woodwork a little bit. And, you know, whenever I think about my past, I think about a lot of pain you know, in, in growing up and a lot of pain in my life and a lot of things that happened to me and, you know, a lot of things that I did that were wrong. And the enemy loves to bring those things up. And maybe, maybe you feel that way too. The enemy wants to bring up things in your past. I mean, I did uh, Mary, I did a video the other day because we're starting a mom to mom revival. That's coming soon. It's going to be amazing. But Mary Jo Mast and I did a, did a podcast and it's on the podcast and it's called Overcoming Trauma and triggers. And it's, it's, it's as if like with, when the enemy reminds you of your past, it's like, you know, those sticky hands that your kids have those little sticky hands and they stick to everything. Then they pull them back, they stick and they pull back. Well, sometimes the enemy wants to attack you with a sticky hand and pull you back to your past. And that's what was happening as well. I just was feeling just like people reminding me of things in my past. And, and, and I even had someone in my family remind me of something that I did. And I mean, it just felt like the sticky hand coming at me, sticky hand. But you know what? I just got rid of it. And I just said, Jesus, thank you that if your word says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. And guys, as a Christ follower, you are a new creation. And it doesn't matter what anybody did to you or what you did. You are a new creation. When we come to Jesus, the old is gone. The new is here. All of our sins are wiped clean. He throws them as far as the east is from the west. And the things that people did to hurt you before or, or hurt you now, we have to forgive, you know, but we have to protect ourselves from people that are that are trying to pull us back in, right? You need to find new friends. You need to, and if they're family members, you just need to tell them that I don't want you saying those things anymore. And, and that I don't feel like that's right, that you talk to me about those things. And you just keep that sticky hand away from you. And don't let the enemy try to pull you back because that is not who you are. You are a new creation. You are strong in Christ. And if you made mistakes, you know what? We all make mistakes and we ask for forgiveness from God and we move on. That's the beauty part of a Christian life is you move on. When you make a mistake in your life, you move forward. You don't stay stuck in the past. We are not people who look back. We look forward at the Lord. We don't look back at our sin. We ask for forgiveness. We repent. We move forward into the life. That's the only way that you can travel into the life that God has for you is to keep going forward. Keep asking for forgiveness. 
once for the sin you committed. And if you keep doing it, ask for forgiveness again. Ask God to help you repent. Repent is the uh, Greek word metanoia, which means to change your mind. And so when you repent, you are changing your mind about that sin, about those thoughts, about the, you need to repent. Maybe some of you need to repent about the thoughts you have about yourself that don't align with scripture. Guys, we have got to look at our mind and what we are thinking about. They must align with scripture. Your thoughts must align with scripture. So part of repenting is if you have been thinking about yourself in a way that doesn't line up with the word, do you think bad thoughts about yourself? You need to repent from those thoughts and ask God to help you to think true thoughts about yourself. Google on the internet, who I am in Christ. The Help Club has stuff on there. Google it on the Help Club or or type it in, who I am in Christ. You need to find out who you are in Christ and you need to look up those scriptures Write them in your journal. I have journals. I write all the time. I practice what I preach. When God gives me a scripture, I write it down. When God tells me something about myself, I write it down. And guys, there, I've been asking God to speak to me. And asking God to speak to you is so powerful. God will speak to you. As a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And I know it can feel like God doesn't speak to you and that, um, you know, that everybody else hears from God and not you, but that is a lie from the enemy, right? That's a tactic. He is a liar. That is his native tongue. And so if you are hearing that, oh, I will never be a strong Christian. I could never be uh, a person who accomplishes all God has for me or Or even you might hear voices like, I'm fat, I'll never change, or I have a bad marriage, or I'm a bad mom. Whatever those thoughts are, you need to counteract them with the word of God and that God is with you. Whatever those scriptures are that that God has encouraged you with, you write them down and then you put them on your phone or you write them on your bathroom mirror and dry erase marker and you speak the word of God to yourself and you move forward. Guys, where would I be if I didn't have the word of God? I would not be who I am today. I would still be stuck in my past, but what I do is I I write the word of God. It's all over my house. I have chalkboards. I record it on my phone. I write it. I put it on little spiral cards. I keep it in front of me all the time and I say it. I speak it and I believe it and it helps me and it has changed me and shaped me into the person I am today. Okay, I want to see what you guys are saying. So, um, Rachel, could you please pray for a young lady named Sarah? She's 33 and went missing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to pray on Wednesday evening. Oh, okay. Jesus, Lord, you know where Sarah is. Jesus, you know where she is. Jesus, rescue her, protect her, guard her from the enemy. Let people, let the authorities find her, alert them, download into them supernatural wisdom and knowledge about where that woman is. God, let them find her and stop the plans of the enemy for her life and get evil people away from her in Jesus' name. Find her, rescue her, protect her, God, in Jesus' name. Oh, Rachel, keep us posted how she's doing. And uh, okay, may the Lord's hand of protection be over her. Amen. Daniel, pray for a coworker of mine. He's near, dear, near and dear to me. Okay, so for Danielle's coworker, and I love just stopping in the middle of our talks and praying. I feel like this is the Holy Spirit. I pray for Danielle's coworker. Draw that coworker to you. I don't know what's happening in their life, but God, you do. Heal them if they're sick. Bless them. Encourage them. Draw their hearts to you. Save them. Help them. Help Danielle to know how to minister to them in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit. And keep those prayer requests coming. So when you became a Christian, 
And this is like what I said earlier, trying to do the Lord's work in your own strength is the most exhausting work there is, right? And so right now, we're going to talk about the different way to do it. You're going to do it in the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? When you became a Christian, God planted the Holy Spirit inside of you. And you were given the mind of Christ, which is a sevenfold. Um, it's right here. It says, I love, I printed out, I've been studying about uh, the seven spirits of God. It's very interesting. And I love Quinania House and Nancy, Nancy Misler. She's dead, but I've been studying her work on this and I love it. But it says the mind of Christ is a divine sevenfold process of thinking that is bestowed upon each of us the moment we accept Christ into our hearts. And it's based on... Um, uh, the, the, the seven spirits of God. So the Holy Spirit, you have one Holy Spirit that God gives you that lives inside of you, that empowers you to do the work that he has told you. But there are seven aspects of the Holy Spirit. And I think knowing these and understanding the seven spirits of God, the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit will empower you because you can start talking to God about giving you each of these uh, seven spirits. Okay. But they're one Holy Spirit with seven facets, if you will. Okay. So let me read them to you. And it comes from Isaiah 11, one through two, and it's talking about Jesus. And it says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots and the spirit, and that's Jesus and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's one, the spirit of wisdom and understanding counsel and might and the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And so these are the seven spirits of God, that one Holy Spirit. And so whenever I am in the morning, when I wake up, I ask God to give me the seven spirits of God in increasing measure. And it's kind of like a menorah, like, you know, the candlestick, the menorah. And so the spirit of the Lord would be in the middle. And then you would have all the other spirits going out that are three on each side. So the spirit of the Lord is the first one. That's the foundational one. And then you'd have the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, um, I have to, I, I memorize them a different way, but um, so it's the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding and the spirit of knowledge. And uh, I got to do it my way that I memorize. It. I always do. Lord, give us the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might and the spirit of the, of the fear of the Lord. And so the spirit of the Lord is in the middle. The spirit of wisdom is on that side. The spirit of understanding, it's just like that. And then you go forth and you put three on each side, but it looks like a menorah. That is the seven spirits of God. And there's also reference to it in Revelation, but it's so good to think about this, guys, because then you can start praying for this in the morning when you get up. Just write yourself a note. Lord, I ask for your seven spirits, that one Holy Spirit in increasing measure. God, today I need the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, spirit of counsel, spirit of power and might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And you could do your own little study on these, but it's really interesting. But a lot of times I'm praying for the spirit of might because I need God's strength. You know, it's also called the spirit of power, but I need God's strength. And the spirit of might helps you accomplish the plans that God has for your life. And the spirit of wisdom is something that God gives you. Listen to this. I love this. The spirit of wisdom is simply all of God's supernatural thoughts that he has already placed in our hearts at new birth. It's so good. Uh, but you should you should Google the mind of Christ uh, or it's, it's all in the mind of Christ. But you should Google the sevenfold spirits of God 
and Nancy Misler. And I just went to her thing and I copied all of these because they're so good. Uh, it, you post the book or study material in the seven aspects. I can do that. I have a Google Doc and I could just make it into a doc. And I think it might let me do that or else I could put it up at Help Club. That's what I could do because I made my own document. And because I really wanted to study about it. And so I can make it into a doc. I could put it on the website and I could post it here in the comments. So check back in the comments later. And if you're listening to the podcast, email us at admin and helpclubformoms.com and I'll send you that document. But uh, anyway, so those sevenfold spirits of God, by having that Holy Spirit, by praying for God to give you the Holy Spirit every day, by praying and putting on the armor of God every day and asking God to help you and asking him to fight off the forces of the enemy. And I also, just like Jesus spoke to the devil, I will, and just like the, the, the disciples spoke to the devil, I will speak to the devil in Jesus name. And I say, Satan in Jesus name, you must leave me. And then I go down the list of my family members, no weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus name, Satan, you must leave. And so, um, I, I tell him to leave me alone in Jesus name. It's not in our authority or in our power, but it's in God's power. It's in Jesus's power and in his name. And then the last thing I want to share with you guys is some practical tips to overcoming the enemy. And uh, I'm going to start just down the list. I'm going to just go down the list for a few minutes on this. But before I start on this, I need to tell you, remember what the word says is that uh, the, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And the way that we overcome evil is with good. And so if you are having spiritual attacks on a relationship, on your marriage, on your children, the way to overcome those relationship attacks from the enemy is to overcome them with good and by loving them unconditionally and praying for them. And so if you're having relational issues, and it, I'm sure, I mean, if you know if it's a spiritual attack, you can tell. I think we can all tell. And so by overcoming evil with good, by assuming the best of that person, by loving them like Jesus, by forgiving and not holding bitterness, you are doing spiritual warfare. By not holding, when you are being bitter and unforgiving, when we do that, we are allowing the enemy to gain a foothold. But when you forgive, when you let it go, when you assume the best, when you pray for that person, when you love them like Jesus, you are doing spiritual warfare. Okay, so that's how we overcome evil with good. And then I'm going to just talk to you some practical things about uh, about how to overcome like in your day. So like for me personally, I felt like I was having spiritual warfare, um, you know, so much during the past few weeks. And then I finally realized it in the middle of the night last night. And so these are some things that will help you to overcome those just practical ideas. And so the first one was overcome evil. Good. Number two, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Guys, I have friends and I love them. They're so amazing, but they waffle between decisions and they can't make decisions and they make a decision. They're like, oh no, this wasn't what God wanted for me. So they make another decision and they back out of this or back out of that. And guys, that's not the way we're supposed to be. By letting your yes be yes and your no be no, you're doing spiritual warfare. When you pray and ask the Lord for help and whenever you just say, God, tell me what to do in this situation. Should I say yes or should I say no? And by, by letting your yes be yes and your no be no and not waffling and being double-minded. Because remember what the word says. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. And so by letting your yes be yes and your no be no, then you are practically prote protecting yourself from wa waffling and being like that wave of the sea. Okay, the next thing is I want to talk to you about your day, the practical parts of your day. 
So like for me, I read that thing by Joyce Meyer that said, you know, don't stop your regular routine. If you're being attacked, if you're in a, if you're in a trial, don't just stay in bed all the time. Don't be depressed. Get out of bed. Do your regular routine. Don't let the enemy push you into bed. I've been depressed before and, and I just go to bed and that is the enemy. Get out of bed. Do your regular routine. You know, get up early, even if you don't feel like it. Ask God for that spirit of might and, you know, ask him to help you to, to get everything accomplished. But what you'll do is, uh, oh, and I love that, the single-mindedness. Yes, single-mindedness. And oh, yes, Samantha, thank you. I needed it too. I'm preaching to myself too. But let me just give you some tips, okay? So let's just think about your day and your week. It's only Monday, so we can think about your week this week, okay? I always love uh, promoting. It's free. It's on our website. We got this idea from Mary Kay, um, but it's called the Weekly Plan. And uh, I think planning your week is a way, and it's on our website. Go to the uh, helpclubformoms.com website and look up weekly plan sheet. And by planning your week, it will help you to stay strong all week long. And by looking at that weekly plan sheet and planning your Bible study time, you know, planning where you're going to get exercise, planning your meals, and by being intentional, that will help you be stronger and asking God for help on your week, right? And then if you're thinking about your days this week and you, you fill out that weekly plan sheet and you think about what you want to do and you get your groceries and everything, then say you go to bed tonight. A, good, a great day tomorrow starts tonight by going to bed early. A great day tomorrow starts tonight by going to bed early and also by preparing tonight for tomorrow. And so for me personally, I make sure that I have food in my house that I need for breakfast. And when my kids were growing up, I make sure I knew where all their stuff was that they had to be somewhere the next day. You know, for my workouts, I set my workout stuff every night. I set my workout stuff out. In, in the place where I go wash my face, I set all my toothbrush and my cleanser, everything out, my tennis shoes, because I have to sneak out of my room because I get up early. And so I get ready in the morning, but I set all that stuff out the night before. And by going to bed early and preparing for the next day, you are giving yourself a stronger start in the morning. Don't lay in bed. Once your alarm goes off, get out of bed and don't just lay there. You will get more done and you will feel stronger. And I also believe that getting up early is amazing. <laughs> and, and, and I know you may not like getting up early, but getting up early is so good for you because if you get up early and you say, okay, God, I, like for me, I only got four hours of sleep. God, I got four hours of sleep last night. I need your help. I need you to help me today to have energy and strength and joy and to get a lot done. And if you're worried about your body, say, God, heal my body. Don't let my body be affected by my lack of sleep. And then move on with your day. But I think it's worse, personally, to sleep in if it, you know, on a regular basis. I think it's better to get up. I think it's better to get going on your day. Have a quiet time. Do something for exercise. If you're able, do something for exercise. Go out for a walk. Go to the gym, whatever it is. But get your body moving. And I start with worship and my worship is loud in my basement and I yell and I have my arms up and I'm moving around and I'm speaking to God and I'm on my knees. If you I mean, my my little media room downstairs has become my holy uh, place down there where I go worship and I feel God's presence in that room. And you will feel God's presence as you worship in your home. Your whole home will, will start to be filled with God's presence. But that's so important. And then we already talked about spending time with God. We talked about exercise, then set about your tasks and uh, don't let the enemy sidetrack you. And I think that we, I learned this from Mary Kay whenever I was in Mary Kay, but make out a six, six 
most importance list. A sixth most importance list. You can do it the night before you go to bed. You can do it in the morning when you wake up. But think about what are six things that you need to get accomplished that day. And so you, you write them out and then you cross them off when you do them. And you thank God for helping you get those things done. That sixth most importance is so good. And uh, uh, don't procrastinate, guys. Do the hardest thing first that you don't want to do. Just get it out of the way in the morning. Get it out of the way first thing in the morning and move forward into the plans that God has for you. Don't uh, procrastinate. And the last thing I want to say is, uh, yes, Dan, Marie, that would be so fun. I would love that. Uh, and then the last thing I want to say, our pastor talked about this yesterday, to getting out of the old COVID habits. Okay. It's been a year, right? A year that we've all been doing this COVID thing and it's, we're going to come out of it. It's going to change. Uh, but what, are there any bad habits that you've gotten into during COVID that the enemy has gotten a foothold in your life? Is there anything that's happened? So my husband is introverted and he told me, he goes, I feel even more introverted because he's been working from home. And so he's going to make some changes in his life to where he breaks out of those habits, where he goes to the office a couple of days a week. And, um, but you know, what is COVID stolen from you or what is COVID, uh, what kind of habits have you gotten from COVID that you need to break? And what are some of your old habits that you used to do that you're not doing? You know, I think it's time to go back to church. If, sorry, if you're able and uh, if your doctor says, okay, I think you need to go back to church. I think in-person worship, if you are able to have in-person worship where you're at, I know a lot of people aren't, keep praying that uh, in-person in worship will happen where you are. But I believe in-person worship is, is powerful. It's not the same as watching it on TV. But if you are unable to go to church, if your churches aren't open or if you're sick, that's a different story. But if you are able to go to church, go to church. Don't get out of the habit of going to church, guys. It's not a good habit. We need to be in church. We need to get, be involved in church. We need to be with other people. We need to be praying with other people. You know, we need to be serving and we need to be in church. And what are some other things? Have you been overeating, right? Sometimes we overeat. I've noticed I've developed this habit of chips and guacamole uh, because during um, COVID, at the beginning of it, when we were trapped at home, I felt like I was living the same day over and over again. And so I would have to like say, okay, this is the time I quit my work. And so I'd have chips and guacamole as like a little celebration, those little bitty round packs of guacamole and chips. And I thought, well, this isn't a very good habit. My clothes are tighter and maybe you've developed some bad eating habits. So now's the time to change. Ask the Lord to help you to change. What, can, what do you need to do to change from those COVID habits? And get back to the gym, right? Get back to the gym. And uh, if you usually go to the gym, now's the time to go back. If you're able, go back to the gym and, um, you know, become more intentional in your life and don't focus so much on the news. Pray and ask God to, to war against the evil in this nation. Pray and ask God to, to do justice in our nation. Pray and ask God to protect these children and women that are vulnerable and pray and ask God to, to deliver us from evil and uh, then move on with your day. And so guys, I hope this helps you today. Um, let's see. Um, came back. Okay. So Donna says our church just started back, but we no longer have prayer ministry. Okay. Uh, we just started back with prayer ministry. I'm a, I'm an altar counselor at my church and we just started back with prayer ministry. Your church is going to start back. I know that's hard when you don't have it, but your church will start back. Our church just started back. And so uh, prayer altar ministry is extremely important. Okay. So I'm going to pray for us. Thank you for watching. I'm so glad I got up. I'm so glad I didn't uh, not, um, 
Uh, oh, I love that, that you joined two groups. I love that. Um, so I'm glad that I didn't let the enemy beat me today. And I got up and I'm raring and ready to go for my day. So I'm going to pray for us. Father, I thank you for all of my friends watching this video, either live or with the recording. I pray blessings over them. I pray, Father, that you will protect us from the enemy. Satan, in Jesus' name, we command you to leave every person watching this video live or listening to the podcast or watching the recording alone in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against any of us shall prosper in Jesus' name. We command you, Satan, to leave us alone. Leave our homes, leave our cars, leave everywhere we go and everything we do in Jesus' name. Leave our families, leave our marriages, leave our finances, leave our health in Jesus' name. And Father, we just ask you for the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, belt of truth, boots of peace and breastplate of righteousness. God, we ask you for the, the armor, the protection. And God, we ask you for the seven spirits of God, increasing measure, that one Holy Spirit, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of power, and spirit of the fear of the Lord. God, we ask you that you would fill us to the brim with a double portion of your Holy Spirit, just like Elisha asked you for a double portion Asked, uh, asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit and he got it. And Lord, we ask you for a double portion of that Holy Spirit today and every day. And God, that we would remember to pray that you would fill us with that Holy Spirit every day. And God, we don't want to do anything apart from you on our own. We commit our week to you. Help us all to be productive. Let everybody take something that they learned from today's video and apply it. And God, that you would help us to walk the plans that you have for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, thank you for watching. Share the video. And uh, if you want to join our study, it's the Wise Woman Believes study on Amazon. You can see it on Amazon. It's $14. And listen to our podcast. Devotionals are on our podcast. And don't forget to do go to our website and download the He Has Risen. It's two parts. These are the printables. And then this is the devotion. He Has Risen 14-Day Lent uh, Banner. Okay? I love you guys. I'm praying for you. Thanks for watching. Bye.